Elimination Week. You've all been palling around since August, but now it's business time. Any one of you could be going home. Well, not any one of you. But you know, someone will. Welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Elliot. Hello, hi. Meg. Hello. And Vicky. Hello. We're your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated, medium-sized and sparkly source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We're not neutral, we're not polite, but we are learning how to flip some pancakes with style and elan. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at keepdancingpod for content throughout the week. We're also on all of the different uh, podcasting platforms now, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, various things. And there's a website at keepdancingpodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear, uh, tell your strictly loving friends about the podcast. So that was the last time we'll watch 15 Dancers, uh, this series. And I've heard disturbing news. Couples Choice lives on. Why? Why would we give it a swift kick like Mike Bushel did last week? Would it stay down? No, it won't stay down. Did they say what what kind of couple's choice it is? No, just that Dev and Diane are doing one. So I think... So if the first week was a sort of a mega fireworks assortment with amazing tunes and just everything this week was a bit like oh we have to do it again yeah and now it's <laughs> it was a bit of a come down it was it was the difficult second album <laughs> mm, with the questionable choices such such questionable choices um, so I don't think there's anything in general to do. Um, I've still not got a joke for one of these things yet, so I'm hoping you guys will uh, talk amongst yourselves while I get that written. But first, let's review this week's dancers. <laughs> Dancing the cha-cha and like so many 19-year-olds popping around to her folks for a roast dinner and her laundry done, it's Saffron Barker and her partner, AJ. I struggled. Uh, so did Saffron. No, re- was- really, really. So I only just caught up with the show this afternoon after... Uh, well, I sort of watched the show on Twitter from Tenerife South Airport last night. It's not the best way to appreciate Saffron's dancing. No, not ideal. But yeah, this... I think there was too much choreography for her. And considering she she knew she was struggling, she knew beforehand she was scared of it. And she was opening the show. It was just like the worst combination possible. And 
AJ tried to sort of cover it up by like being really enthusiastic to the point where he almost pulled her off her feet during the sort of like runaround step. Because there's a bit of a gasp in the audience, so I have to go watch it back and it looks like she nearly just goes flat on the floor. Which he's just about saves her from doing, but yeah, it was a bit of a come down from last week for her. She just looked really unsure of herself when she wasn't in hold of AJ. And I, I have to question Bruno giving this a 7 because I think that was very generous. I just think that he's just marked her as someone that is always going to be great because she's young and fun and that's what he seems to like. But this routine wasn't for me, wasn't a big fan of what she was wearing. And it's just like what you said in the in the result in the launch show. They're just having a nicely bland time because there's nothing really special about them at the minute. I'm I'm not compelled. I'm I'm not compelled by the spectacle. The content is lacking. No, well, I think the the dance that he gave her, if that had been done sort of well. And with a bit of spark of life about it, it would have been good. But it's week two. I will say the highlight was I really liked the lighting poles I had on the stage with them. They were really nice and really pretty, but when you're distracted by the lighting of the show, that kind of says it all. Yeah, you shouldn't notice the lighting immediately. It was too ambitious a routine for week two, and I think it exposed her lack of I don't want to get too deep about it, but understanding of dance, um, it very it looked very kind of she was putting her arm in certain places because she'd been told to, and you know when you just like don't understand why you're doing the movements you're doing, but you're just doing them because you were taught to. Going through it basically. <laughs> yes, uh, without much understanding or I don't know emotion. <laughs> so it was like a series of diagrams. Yes, diagrams of diagrams of dance. <laughs> Like those those old teach yourself to dance books with the footsteps. Yeah, and then she literally did the most bland um, thing of when they were talking in the uh, Wink Terrier Illusions Lounge. She literally said about the journey and how we're a big family and it was the most bland thing I've ever heard. In- I was also not sure what, um, what Shirley was getting at, saying that she's such an inspiration for all the young people. More if you should be outraged when someone throws himself in front of a train and complains about it. Yes, let's do that. We, we, I, sh- we shouldn't reduce Saffron to her worst moment. Okay, but, I'm sorry. But, I, I can't. But yeah, it's hard to get past. I kind of wonder if, she's, if Shirley's sort of thinking, look, it's a youth and they're not staring at a screen, they're dancing. Yeah, but there's, staring at a screen. <laughs> there's no need to give AJ a seven on that account. I'm... I mean, is it an AJ routine if he doesn't almost drop his partner in some hideous way? True. Is it? Is Shirley trying to say, like, look, ballroom dancing is quite, isn't boring, it is quite a cool thing and young people can do it as well? In which I say there's enough young, there are so many young people doing dancing from the age three onwards. Like, my comps, there are so, our biggest comps are the 12 and unders, they're massive. So... I, I don't know what Shirley is getting at then. I, I feel like because Saffron is so young and she comes across quite delicate, they don't want to be too harsh now because she does seem like the one person who will cry upstairs straight away on camera. And if that happens, they could easily get marked as bullying or being too harsh, even though it is a dance composition and you're going to get critiques. And if you can't handle it, 
then that's your fault for signing up for it. I have started to feel a little bit uncomfortable about some of the really harsh critiques, and we'll get to it later, the one that made me go, oh. But, um, yeah, I think... I, think, I wonder if Shirley said that because she literally couldn't think of anything else to say and she's just not as good at um, shade you don't realise was shade until you get up to the balcony as Motsie is. I mean, <laughs> the, the damning shade of Craig saying you don't try and run there like a professional because you're not there yet was quite of an eye-opener for an opening comment. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think she even knew what a ronde was, to be honest. <laughs> well, if she's learnt from some diagrams that AJ has drawn, then she won't know what a ronde is. But Quite. Yes, it's only week two. Um, I've had quite enough of this. Let's move on. Dancing the waltz and keeping it blessedly simple. It's Annika Rice and her partner, Kevin. Isn't it nice when he does a dance-themed dance? I was literally about to say that. Kevin just keeps it simple, because <laughs> this was absolutely lovely. There was one bit I didn't like, and that was it, which is astounding for a Kevin Clifton routine. I wasn't keen on the, she's walking away, I'm going to run to you bit at the end, those last five seconds. But the rest of it, where it was just like, yeah. Annika couldn't dance before, now she's doing a very creditable waltz. Here we go. That was good. Oh. The bit I didn't like is when it was the chorus of Run To You and they literally run from one corner to the other because it does, it does look like Annika is being dragged along a bit. It's like, you could have like done a nice, you know, running finish or something, not literally like sort of run like you're hastily trying to chase a train. But isn't it nice to be talking about whether or not we like the choreography? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, and it was such an improvement for Annika and, you know, not to like harp on it too much like strictly did about her wearing a dress but she did look beautiful last night and it was she did look gorgeous in that dress and she did dance really really well the only thing for her now i think she needs to work on is that her smile did come across maybe a little forced and because her face hard didn't change the entire time she wasn't holding it did come across maybe a little fake like i'm smiling to get through it but, but you, you could but so she was really enjoying it so i just needed to just like feel a little bit more real that Annika, that Annika smile is so 90s it's a very only 90s kids will get a warm fuzzy glow from Annika smiling like that that's how people smiled in the 90s Elliot <laughs> so I was like I was seven when they ended I have no recollection <laughs> sorry <laughs> Well, like, this, this was a really good improvement and long may it continue as long as she stays in. I was a little bit disturbed by them leaving Annika until last to be called safe. Yes. Yeah. More for Kevin's benefit behalf than Annika's because Annika's just very happy to be there enjoying it. See, I never thought for one moment Annika was in danger tonight because I just thought there's enough people that love Annika and she has really improved. I feel I think she's going to be fine. I think they just wanted to create some sort of, oh, I don't think they wanted to be too obvious who that second person in the dance-off was, so that's why they kind of left Annika there. But I I had no real shock horror that, and even if she fell into the dance-off, like, well, she's going to get through because she has improved so much, so it doesn't matter. But Kevin may have collapsed. 
Yeah. And not in a good way. Yeah, Kevin was not having a nice night. I really enjoyed Kevin's mild concern because when you think about it, he's been in a dance-off once before in his whole Strictly career. Yeah, um, I was going to say, this is like, a learning experience. Exactly. And he's not used to this being happy about Fives thing. And it's not, it's not, it's not a natural curve for him. Um, so I, I'm really enjoying that. Is this like the producers like trying like knock Kevin down a peg in a subtle way, well, in a not so subtle way? Do you think? He, the thing is, though, he needs to be cool about it because he's won now. He needs to take a back seat and be, you know, grateful and humble. And it, it's really interesting watching how he's dealing with it. Yeah. I must say, I am a bit worried for Movies Week just with Kevin's past record because we've had Kelly Bright as Princess Leia. We've had Susan as Wonder Woman. Last year we had Stacey as a minion. So God knows what they're going to put Annika in next week. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe or James Mansfield? Something classy. Uh, no, he's going to be Richard Gere. She's going to be Julia Roberts. They're going to do Pretty Woman. Oh, God. <laughs> Pass me the glittery sick bucket. Uh, that's, yeah. that's not truth. That's just prediction. I haven't seen I Pretty s- Woman, so I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> Again, I, Elliot, I, you're too young. I'm not as invested in films as I am with reality TV or music or dance, I'm sorry. <laughs> Elliot, though, Pretty Woman is sort of part of the camp canon of films. Like, it's like, Elliot, I've seen about uh, yeah, I've seen like eight films in my life and Pretty Woman is one of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops. It's like saying you've not seen Legally Blonde. I've seen that more times than I care to admit on this podcast. <laughs> okay. So oh, next, God. <laughs> next time you're tempted to see Legally Blonde, put Pretty Woman on. But seeing Annika dress us as Reese Witherspoon and her doing a Ben and Snack would be prime TV license worthy. Oh, uh, well, we'll just have to wait until Tuesday for the song reveals and it'll come round soon enough. It's actually worse than that. About midnight after we'd finished recording, Annika posted on Instagram to say that they are doing a Kill Bill-themed Charleston. Oh. My. God. Um, Yeah, so that was Annika and Kevin partying on. Dancing the jive and still in their mid-twenties, looking younger than the cast of most US high school movies, it's Dev Griffin and his partner Diane. He was in flat shoes, I wasn't amused. Well, they were tiny Latin heels. I wasn't impressed. At least it wasn't Converse. True, yes. but, what, but what made it worse for Dev and why he looked so flat-footed, because he did, is that... Diane was in plimsolls, but her feet were naturally at the arch on her toes where if she had Latin heels on. So it made him look so much worse because she was in plimsolls and still having her foot, her heel that high off the floor, just naturally for a drive. I know she's danced for like 20 years, but it just kind of like highlighted it for me just a lot more. <laughs> really struggling to get invested in Dev as a person. I don't know what to do about it. So that's all, that's all yeah. I have to say. <laughs> he seems perfectly nice. But I found mm. myself watching Diane and then being like, hang on, no, wait, she's the pro. I need to look at the celeb. No, let's go back to Diane. Um, I honestly can't even remember what they did in their VT. Like, nothing is jumping out. What was their VT? I don't know, and I watched it maybe four hours ago. Same, <laughs> and I, I think it was just a general chit-chat 
Like nothing specific. Like they didn't go. No family prop points. Oh, it was quite nice that about half of them got friends and family VTs this week. Yeah. Mm, I really enjoyed a lot of the VTs this week. They were nice and normal. I mean, the jive was fine. Obviously, it wasn't. Well, it, it was about a par with his fox I felt, but obviously, it was just it was just fine. But it's just stuff we've all seen before, like a jive set to a high school theme. We've seen it. Diane doing a high school theme. We've seen it. Dance with me tonight. We saw it with Danny and Vincent. There was just nothing original about this routine, and I think that's what just made me check out because it's like, oh, okay, it's just stuff we've seen before. You know, unless he does like the splits or like a backflip or something, nothing's going to be really memorable about this routine, and it, it just wasn't. It was. It was pleasant competence. Yeah, I really need Dev to stake a claim and really be like, I am here. This is what I'm bringing to the competition. He's got so much more to bring to the competition. Flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just... Hashtag blessed. I just want to know what it is. But it's a long night. We've got a lot to get through. So unless anybody's got any pressing stuff, we're moving on. Oh, him, him... Doing couples choice and dressed up as blue and Aladdin next week. Can we just? Somebody, I'm scared. Somebody's always got to get fully body painted every year. But does it have to be Aladdin again? Like there are other films out there. Yeah, but the real, the live, quote unquote Aladdin's just come out. So you know we've got to be hip Uh, with the kids. I mean, it can't be as bad as Diane's last year with the giant basketballs so we, we'll pray for this week have we had a flash garden themed one yes we have no, yes have yes diane diane yeah <laughs> 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 oh boy uh, let's not think about that now i'm just trying to think of what other cult films we just haven't had anywhere near mu- movie week uh, oh, um, I suppose we you need a cult film with an amazing soundtrack. Yeah, I was going to say Clueless, but I can't. I don't think there's anything particularly from the Clueless soundtrack that would. What uh, Elliot? What dance could you do to Bond Slippy? <laughs> um, it, it's not coming to me at the top of my head, so I'll have to circle back on that later tonight. <laughs> You know, shouting, 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 lager, lager, lager. I mean, I guess it's kind of like the rambunctiousness of a Charleston. Like, it'd be like a messy, uh, like a so messy you could get away with it, Charleston. A messy heroin-themed Charleston to bond. (laughs) (laughs) Some babies crawling across the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) It's a family show. Dancing the tango and not bringing us footage of Aliash cuddling baby tiger cubs. It's Viscountess Emma and her partner, Aliash. I am fuming there's no evidence of Aliash with tiger cubs. What, like, what do I pay my license fee for? Like the best exactly. content on a plate right there. <laughs> Just, what was going on with the weird Tron-themed intro into the Jonas Brothers and... What? I was I, hoping one of you were going to explain that because I have no idea. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it wasn't a reference to a film you haven't seen, Elliot. It it just looked a bit like um, uh, 
Sweden's Eurovision winner. Oh, Robin Benson. Uh, he didn't no. win. He didn't win. No, I'm, I'm thinking um, heroes. Mons Yamadev. Yes, Mons. Um, with those weird little, the, the little. Um, I thought they were going to start dancing with them, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, the best multiple effect we've had was when Geo. There were multiple Geos. I mean, who wouldn't want multiple Geos? That's prime licensing content, though. Yeah. So, with Miss Viscountess, I feel like she's getting the same treatment of Vic, which is, she's a good dancer, the judges just won't admit it yet. It feels like her marks are purposely lower than what they should be. Because I actually thought this, apart from her shoulders going up near the end where she lost her stamina through her core, I actually thought this is a very good tango higher than a, that deserved higher than a six. Like, I don't know what else she did horribly wrong, especially to get a four. So I just feel like she's just, she's not allowed to succeed. <laughs> I did think she was getting pushed around a little bit. I did think she was getting pushed around a little bit and like her, her core, of, her core strength obviously isn't there yet, but um, she seemed to be being flung around a little, a little bit by Eliash, I thought. Um, but it wasn't a bad effort. No, it wasn't. It was credible. It was fine. She's got a lot of poise and the being, and so was able to sort of smooth through the being chucked around stuff. Yes. Um, but it was one of those routines where it seemed like costume, lighting, graphics, theming, song had all been uh, generated by computer rather than put together to form an artistic whole. Mm. Yeah, I, I was actually a little upset by a frock, actually. Oh, I really liked it. I was just going to say, I, like, I was I just like going to say the, there was a lot going on. I like the dress. Like, I like the concept of the dress. But the weird dark blue smudgy bit on top of the bright pink in the lights just it no, just didn't work for me like there was beading there was frills there was fuchsia pink I, um, and she doesn't need she doesn't need it i think so in the early weeks there's quite a lot of um big appliques big bits of applied lace uh, big detail that looks dramatic, but you can generally sew it all on in a wanna, and that's because they're making 30 frocks a week. Yep. Mm. And like a lot of things in the show, it will all calm down once we're less, once we're down to below 10 dancers. No, I, I, st I still really like her though, and I'm, I'm going to be willing her through each week because... There is a very good dancer in there, and I just think she needs time to stay in the show to just really achieve it and unlock it. Because I think her and Aliash are a perfect partnership, and I do love Moody Aliash, so that was quite fun as well. They just seem really nice. I mean, the more horrible the world is outside, the more I just like to see nice people working hard on TV and, and enjoying themselves. Mm. Yes, and dancing nicely. It is nicely. a balm to the soul. And if we can get baby animals into it as well, that's more the better. <clears throat> Dancing the Charleston and suggesting that maybe this year's curse is Rosemary running off with Karen, it's Chris Ramsey and his partner, Karen. <laughs> 
I really liked how anti-strictly cursed the VT was. It was like, you're going to come and meet my family and I've got a little baby and we're going to do the Charleston in the kitchen and Karen and my wife are going to have tea and it's all lovely. <laughs> Look how pure this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, 100% wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I really liked that. Uh, and he was much improved, so hooray. Yeah, I think the the reason he's improved, though, is he feels much more comfortable being silly than being sexy. I mean, yes. yeah, he was being thrown the Charleston as a bit of a lifeline. Uh, but, you know, I was entertained, so I didn't mind. Yeah. And to be fair, when you look at the marks from last night, this was fifth on last night's dances alone. So he really pulled it out of the bag. And it, it was impressive. He had... You know, he was in time. He had very good foot, foot swivel. He didn't look tired. Um, he did give us the very far, the very weird line of cartwheeling into a crotch, which I will never get out of my head. And Karen looked mortified at, but her face dropping was very funny. Um, and also her wig looked better this year than her Charleston with Charles Venn last year. So there's that as well. The wig has improved. Let's not talk shorts. about the shorts, because they just look like a mushroom cloud on, underneath that had seeped through her dress. His suit was really nice, though. I love oh, a, his suit. A, his suit was fantastic. I love a bold-coloured suit. It did. It did feel very. Um, what's the word? Like two CBBS presenters dancing together, like with the bright colours and like and the weird sort of outfits. And everything. <laughs> it just seemed like all very like CBBS. No curse here. Zero <laughs> erotic potential. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was quite impressed actually with his cartwheel, given that he'd apparently damaged himself doing it during rehearsals on Friday, because um, he was on uh, It Takes Two and he was saying he was strapped up uh, from doing himself a mischief with the cartwheel, and so he wasn't doing it again in rehearsals, but he would do it on the night. I think we're clearly going to get a ballroom dance from him next week, so I'm just hoping his ballroom is strong. Because, like I said, when Chris Ramsey got announced, I was really happy. I got really worried that, you know, when his cha-cha was a bit of a flop last week, and he did save himself last night. I just don't want this to be, like, a flash in the pan for him. So I'm just I'm just hoping he really does, like, work and crack on. Because, again, there's potential there. There's something that he's got the built and the shape and the drive for to be a really fantastic d dancer. And... You know, he could have the quote-unquote week three breakthrough that we always, like, allude to. Oh, 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 I've just had an idea for a movie week rumba that they'll never, ever do. Oh, God, go for it. <laughs> the theme to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> With both the pro and celeb dressed as dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, that, so, that'd have to be... Does it have to be a an Aliash? No, no, no. The like... woman dressed as no. It has to be <laughs> the female dressed as a dinosaur and the bloke dressed as Jeff Jeff Goldblum. Both dressed as Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jeff Goldblum just like lowers down from the ceiling. Yeah. Okay. And all Jeff Goldblum Jurassic Park rumba. Um, <laughs> so that's what Chris is doing next week. <laughs> I didn't find this irritating for a Charleston, so I think that means it was quite good. And yeah, I'm just really happy for him. I'm glad that it's got Rosemary on the telly. Yeah, she seems like great fun. I hope they bring her back to actually go into the training room. 
dancing the foxtrot and prompting the king of ballroom to say something nice about someone other than himself, it's Emma Barton and her partner, Anton. Do you feel like someone's like, kind of like, you know, Fred Anton with a P45 if he wasn't nice this week? Because he was just like, compliment after compliment after compliment. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, are you, are you like, are you, are you that self-aware that people don't like you now that you need to like... Force compliments to get televotes or something. The thing is, though, Elliot, honestly, it's just us that have seen through his facade. People do still like him. It was just. It, it was really just is. So, it was just so weird and almost like out of character. And I feel really sorry, actually, for Emma because I really want to vote for her because she does see she's improving and she's, you know, she seems to be enjoying it so much. But I cannot bring myself to think to vote for Anton. It's just never going to happen. And if she is a super fan with a history of the show, she knows how it's going to go for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, this routine wasn't bad. I mean, Emma was clinging on for dear life. I mean, was it someone? Tess said there was no nurse. It was like it was written all over her face. The woman had pure fear in her eyes. And your foxtrot is a very hard dance, so again, to have it in week as your first ballroom dance is a massive ask. But would and it not have been better to do like what Kevin did and give her a simple routine with a couple of spotlight steps in it and do it really well? Yeah, because take, it takes two. Anton said, we're going to do a really classic foxtrot with just a lot of technique and a lot of recognisable steps. I didn't see many recognisable steps because he was just flinging her about. It would have been a lot nicer if he just did like... A three-step, heel turn, check outside, nice line, really simple, basic steps, which anyone could pick up with a week of really hard training. And she probably would have got, you know, 28 instead of 24, because it would have been basically what Michelle did, which was clean, clear, basic figures done well. The the, the standing spins just looked a mess. He should have scrapped those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just wasn't a fan of his white jacket. I wasn't a massive fan of what she was wearing either. I felt the slit in the dress was maybe a bit too high... I don't know why, it's just, just, it all just felt a bit off for me this week, but the, I was... The double-breasted jacket was pure Alan Partridge. <laughs> Isn't Anton just pure Alan Partridge? No, you said that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, I feel like Emma's one of those people that's been dying to do Strictly for about ten years, and this is going to be her experience, and I just feel like she's going to be disappointed and feel a bit bad for her and so with regarding the dance itself she did make quite a few errors and I I don't know whether to think she's at fault or whether it was more Anton's poor teaching and I'm just I don't know I'm I'm very confused and a bit concerned by the whole thing imagine right imagine swapping Emma and Annika around so Emma's now been had a nice simple waltz routine talked to her by Kevin Annika has just had a joke foxtrot by Anton. I think we're still annoyed with Anton. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Annika would then be out the door. Yep. Yeah, he'd, to be honest. Yeah, he'd have like properly undermined her confidence. It would have been grim. And I would and the say... reaction when they got through as well, like it was like some he, he like it was like he'd won. It was going through to week three, and obviously it was all about him, and it just it made me. Just, just imagine. Say he was to win. Could you imagine? Like we thought it was bad with Kevin, but what it would be like? I think there would be like an open top bus parade. 
there will be there will be signings, public appearances. I just can't. The even. thing is, if he carries on choreographing and teaching like that, he's not gonna win. No, no, and, no he's not. But and to be honest, I mean, let's be real. We've now got him doing a salsa dressed as Austin Powers next week. Does that not just scream dance off to you? Because that's just going to be a mess. Emma's Latin wasn't great last week. I think Anton's going to make it all about the theming and himself, like he did with Susanna Samba last last year, and not give, you know, two monkeys about teaching her actual figure eight rotation through the hips or actual salsa steps. So I'm just scared of, like, a giant car crash is coming and poor Emma's just going to be the recipient. Can Anton teach her figure eight salsa hips? No. When has Anton no, ever done? No. When has Anton ever I done just... a good salsa on this show, or samba? No, nope. ever. No. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Also, I'm now just thinking, what horrifying outfit? Uh, she'll be in like some sort of catsuit thing. Yeah, this is also the ma- this is also the man who forgot yeah. half of his routine with that woman during the salsa, and it was the most basic, simple thing on the planet. Mm. <sighs> brace, 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 brace. Oh, Anyway, oh we've taken all the energy out of the room. Let's see if we can recover this. Dancing the jive and making me want a stack of pancakes as tall as himself, it's James Cracknell and his partner Luba. I'm, ve- I'm very glad that they discussed the traumatic brain injury in the VT. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Yes. The judge's comments and the sort of Mickey-taking tone of them. I used to be totally on board with all of that, and I don't know what's happened to me. I might have become, like, full social justice snowflake, but I didn't like it. it, it yeah, I don't know. Like, it was I'm all for, like, I think that constructive criticism is great, but I think the attempts to give constructive criticism for this dance came over as patronising and then to have the oh you were like a Godzilla on a sugar rush was also inappropriate but then again what do you say? Well Bruno has no sense of tact or anything when it comes to his critique he just kind of like says it and like you know it's, it's not great, is it? I mean, let's look at a highlight. The dance-off gave Luba a second chance to catch the pancake, and she did! After she dropped it. Was this also... Time. Was this the critique where someone said, concentrate on the dancing? Uh, or don't concentrate on the dancing, or something. Uh, I, think da- yeah. I think David James got the one where it was, don't concentrate on the dancing, just, um, you know, do the acting. <laughs> Oh dear. Either way, not great. He gave it a good go this week. It it was an improvement from last week. You know, he was smiling, he had personality. He looked like he had fun. It's. I'm just... I was just kind of like from the start a bit tone deaf to it all because I was like, it's another week to diner jive. Well, how many of these do we have to have every single year? We don't, I'm bored of the diner style jives. Is there another place in America where you could feasibly jive? A town hall? You know, you could set up to be like an old sort of like 50s war thing. Uh, like when they used to do like the Lindy Hop and the Jitterbug and all that. Uh, a school, a high school dance? No, there was already the one of those in this very episode, Meg. 
<laughs> no, no, like like a like a prom type thing. Not not a random in front of some lockers. Oh, enchantment like under things. the sea. Yeah. Sadie Hawkins dance, that kind of thing. Uh you could jive at a sport uh, so a, a sporting event on some bleachers. Baseball. Mm. Things yeah, we know. Soda about, fountain. Things we know about America. Um, under the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> With a police car in there, because or, or a yellow taxi. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, we well, are at Rockefeller well, Center at Christmas. On top of the Chrysler Building. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I could have guessed what their movie week theme was going to be if they did get through. I have a feeling it would have been like a cha-cha or a tango to the golden Knight, to the James Bond theme with him as James... No, they've already tangoed. A cha-cha to the bon- James Bond theme with him as James Bond and Luba as a Bond girl. Oh. Or the villainess. Oh, who do you think's going to get the Bond-related uh, one this year, then? David and Nadia, now that he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They probably bought the right. One of these two are going out. Whoever stays gets the James Bond one. <laughs> I feel like Nadia's already had, like, a... Sort of like Bondish one with Davood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe Karim and Amy. Maybe Karim and Amy. Oh, not Child you... Bond. No, oh, Child Bond. That would be... Baby Bond. Wasn't there like a no, no, James no, no, Bond no, no. <laughs> TV series? Or Kel? Oh, I don't know. Well, oh God, I feel like Annika and I feel like Kevin might try and try and do that, and then you know, Anna could be playing like Jane Doody Dench or something. Oh Christ, could you imagine? Kevin Clifton is James uh, Bond. I'm, who's got the glittery sick bucket? <laughs> Feel sorry for Luba though. Not, not a right. great first outing for her. But as it seems to go, new pro, you don't you don't always get the best answer because we saw it with Diane and Amy. But if you stick at it long enough, you'll be given an amazing dancer and a chance to get to the final. So if she just sticks out for another year. She could be given the ringer next year. <laughs> But Luba did endure the bench for many years, and even before the bench, she was she's been part of it for a good five years. <laughs> and I feel um, it, it's like you know it's like Neil going out first. It's it's a bit of a shame. Well, James Cracknell had an amiably nice time on Strictly. He enjoyed it. He gave himself a new challenge. And for like your highly driven type A sporting personality, it teaches you a lot about yourself to attack a new skill set and turn out to not be good at it. And it seems like he's had a thoroughly nice experience all round. And he'll be back to flip a pancake in the grand final episode, I guess. Yes. So thank you, James. Dancing the Samba to a Justin Timberlake song I recognise even less than that one he did at Eurovision. It's Kath Tildesley and her partner, Johannes. This song was awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, what was that? What? I don't know. I've never heard it before. I was like, this is awful. Okay, oh yeah, so I missed saying this when we were talking about the Charleston, but if you are like a heritage boy band coming back or if you're if you're an A&R preparing a comeback album 
for uh, a sort of a, an artist who was big in the 90s and you want to guarantee them some BBC airtime, make sure that on the album there's a song you can Charleston to and a song you can Samba to and probably a waltz. And then you'll definitely get some like BBC radio play so that they can justify doing a strictly dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember listening to um the playlist you put together, Ellie, on Spotify of all the songs that get announced. And this one came on, I was like, this is a salsa, this isn't a samba, but it's Johannes, I'm gonna trust him. But then like what Craig said, at the at the top of the stage they were doing like samba those salsa sort of like rocks towards each other, not really samba. And obviously it didn't help that Catherine has really struggled with this this week. And you could see it. She was kind of like rushing through parts, especially like the beginning and the volters. And What are we doing having week one and week two sambas anyway? I think because it's always just been such a difficult dance. People are saying, let's get it out of the way whilst everyone's still a bit ropey. Nah, it's, it's, not, it's not right. Like for, for every Kelvin, there'll be five cats. Yeah. I mean... She gave it a good go. It just wasn't her dance. Everything just seemed so forced and not her. Like, even at the end when she did that, it was meant to be like that sort of like sassy hair flick. It just felt so like rushed and like, oh, I'm meant to do this now. Like nothing felt really relaxed about the entire thing. I mean, I do love Johannes's way of teaching Latin of if you go forward and they heal, the puppy gets sad. Like that would make me do toe leads the entire day. <laughs> The puppy gets sad. And <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm now seeing he's got like a massive like folder on his phone, just like puppies looking sad. He'll just show Catherine every time. Johannes is an absolute legend, and he has massive style. Like in the VT, he's just in there in like a like a scarf and a flat cap sort of hat thing, just looking absolutely fabulous. I was like, how does he have such just? Effortless style. Oh, and all did you see time. on on Oti's Insta stories? He was wearing like a little beige felt army cap, a sort of a big shawl, and really tight trousers. And like Oti'd captioned it, "When you dress like royalty." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm glad they got through, but. Catherine needs to have a good... I think once Catherine has a good week and she gets some real confidence in the scores and what she can do, she'll be on fire. So we just need that to happen. And also, there is the Johannes is still learning how to be a pro thing. True. But he's doing a competent job of it. I feel like he's doing better than Graziano was this time last year. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. And what AJ is like still now, four years later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just really enjoying Johannes as a pro, and I'm I'm willing Kath to do well. I'm, she, I, I must say I didn't really rate this very much. The samba's really hard, but her footwork really wasn't very good. So, um, but yeah, I I, th- I was just trying to find the uh, Insta post where I think Kath had captioned it. It was a picture of them emerging from like an It Takes Two recording, and. Um, it said something like, when you look like you're off to Zumba and he looks like he's off to a photo shoot. Uh, <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> also, how much pyro did they have in this performance? It's like, that's where all the budget went, wasn't it? It's was like, so much fire! There was quite a lot of pyro this week and also um, a mysterious explosion of balls, which really confused me. I thought that was a sound effect until I saw it on Lens Lens tonight. I was like, oh no, they were yeah. real. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> that didn't that didn't have the visual impact you expected. Nope. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the massive explosion of balls is not going to be the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> it may get flagged otherwise. <laughs> but it should be. In my heart. Dancing a Viennese waltz that's so Italian that it's complaining about the cold in London, gesticulating wildly and disapproving of you saying espresso and panini. It's Michelle Visage and her partner Giovanni. Yay! I called this song, did I not? <laughs> well, I mean, it's sort of... It's root, it it's root one, but sometimes root one scores. Um, so the dress, right... Uh, I'd seen the sketch and I was like, okay, that, that looks good. And then I saw a top half post and I went into the WhatsApp group and went, oh, frock of the week, frock of the week, frock of the week. And then I saw the bottom half. Yeah, but the, but the bottom half looked quite cheap compared to the top half because the top half was like all really tailored and a lot of stoning and really detailed. And the bottom half was just like, here's just some fabric just attached to it. That looks like a flag somewhat. But again, Michelle Visage knocking it out of the park. Mm. I I did dance. mind the awe. <laughs> uh yes. But once they got that over with, it, it just the didn't dance need it. She no. really sold the awe, though. I mean, I wouldn't. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to get it out. I had to. I had Dad to get Ellie, it out. no biscuits. <laughs> I had to, this one. I had to go straight to YouTube to rewatch because this is the one where my darling and tiny, adorable cat beast that's sleeping next to me decided to bring a live mouse into the living room. The hashtag um, strictly snacks. Has she no taste? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I had to chase that and her around the living room and so immediately have to go and watch it on YouTube as soon as the I, show finished. I mean I think you know it's a given now that Michelle will sell any concept given to her because she, like she sold this really well as well I mean you know it, it, it was a bit of a weird story of is this a cougar falling in love with her gondola rider um, gondolier thank you uh, but gondolier. what I would have liked more because there wasn't much Viennese and holds and I would have just liked a bit more of that because her hold in her Viennese was good I just wanted more of her in hold because it did border a bit too much like an American smooth Viennese. Like it was right on the line. Yeah, I mean, if they'd have not done the business with the R, they could have got into hold 10 seconds sooner and done another circuit of the floor. Yep. Yes. But there's a quota on ridiculous strictly props that they've clearly got to meet this year. Do you know what I've really started to realise with this series is that Giovanni, very good teacher. I think a lot of people think he's coasted on having ringers and naturally gifted people. And I didn't have Michelle down as one of those people. Um, but he's just taken a total back seat. He's just done simple, clean routines and it's working a treat. And I really liked it. Yeah, I was worried Michelle was going to be like the low scorer who just got through on her public appeal. But she's got the dancing to back it up. And that is purely because of Giovanni, as she constantly says. And she admits like he doesn't let up until we are dancing because he is so strict. And sometimes it works. And I can't wait for her to be Liza next week. That is going to be fabulous. Mm. <laughs> I, 
See, I don't think she has the public vote because I think I know we all watch Drag Race, but I don't think you know. I don't think we're in the majority. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't think the majority of strictly yeah almost watches Drag Race. Nobody watches Drag Race, but they do love an older woman who's feeling themselves and giving it a good old go, as we have seen in the past. <laughs> but what if she's American? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> She'll make the final one not win then, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> I still get myself a charge until December. Fine. <laughs> also, what does having RuPaul come in for your VT, what does that tell the 15, no, like the 7 million of 8 million Strictly watchers who don't know who RuPaul is? Also, having RuPaul come and visit her in week two made me a little bit worried. Well, uh, the the show launches on I, I player this week. Oh, okay. So he is in October. the UK for promo duties this week. I see. Uh, I hadn't really thought of it like that. It didn't tell a lot because she only said my best friend. It wasn't like my best friend and co-host or anything like that. And because you know, even at the top of the says they just say. TV personality. So if you weren't paying attention last week during her VT where she says, I'm from this show, that would just be like, oh, look, her friend's coming to watch her dance. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, well, Michelle Visage is an, uh, uh, a legend and an icon to us, we have no idea how that is translating outside uh, our gay Twitter bubble. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy place to be, though. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, everybody. I'm having a great time. Everybody's been playing the uh, the horrible goose game this week, and so all I've seen is goose gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm resisting. That. Um, but just Michelle marches on. I'm I'm very happy with her. Uh, she's she's proving to be a valuable part of the team as well. She's not like aloof or anything. I liked how she was in the Winkterior Illusions Lounge where she was saying like, you know, you don't look back, you look forward. And then Claudia was quoting the highway code back at her because it is important to check if anybody is driving very close behind you. Um, yeah, just good work. Carry on, Michelle. Cannot wait to receive your Liza. Oh my God, she's gonna be she's gonna be Sally Bowles next week. I just I can't wait. I can't wait. Which, which song do we think? My Liba hair. I mean, I'd love it to be mine hair. That would be amazing. I don't know what you'd do to it though. The um, does anyone remember um, James Martin's Tango from a million years ago? Yes. To that song. No. Yes. I try great. not to. Well, we could we could have that as a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, I would really like it to be my liver hair because Gio would make it like a properly hot routine, like it would need to be. She would sell it. Find me a ten. <laughs> Dancing the Paso Doble and visibly enjoying it, which is. Sort of not the point. It's David James and his partner Nadia. We say David James dancing the paso. Are we sure? Because it was more him standing and walking whilst Nadia twirled around him. But, but 
he did like this seemed to be where the idea of dance as an art form that's sort of uh, compatible with his ideas of masculinity this did seem to be where it like it clicked for him where the penny dropped that dancing was a a good thing that he should learn how to do even though he didn't but the thought and he did dance with spania canny which is like the most iconic well traditional paso in competitive like You'll hear about 50 versions of that Paso, but that is the traditional Paso timing for a competition Paso. So I was very happy to hear that, like something that was actual Paso timing, but it did show how much he was off time, though. That was the only issue. (laughs) It made me all the more angry they used that music, though, because it was such a waste. I had to go and watch the Austin Healy version immediately. True, that, that they should have saved that for, like, Blackpool or someone who could actually Paso. Yeah. The fact that this was... Is it just me or does David James just seem like completely not over it, but he doesn't seem to be fully invested in it? Because like whenever he talks about it, or like whether it's it takes two or the VTs, there's just no excitement or enjoyment in his voice. It's like I'm doing this because I've been asked to do it or told to do it, and I'm just going to see how far I can get. Goalkeepers are an interesting uh, personality type. I I was just mostly glad that he didn't get the cape wrapped around his face. It came close. It was- but he managed it was to terrible, it. <laughs> I was fascinated. I mean, it seems that Motsie being on the panel has really lowered the overall scoring trajectory as it has existed for a few years. And like, because this scored 10, and I don't think we've seen a score that low ever but once. And I don't know, I found that significant. Yeah, the, the lowering of the scoring has made it very difficult for me to work out who's actually on the winner track. So the winner track, the normal trajectory is in week one, you get between 20, 26 and 28. And week two, you get 29 to 31. And I think, I just don't know how much I need to subtract off last year's winner track. Yeah, a couple points at least. And I don't think Shirley's ever given a two before. I don't remember her ever giving a two before. No, but it's normally Craig against the two out. But they were they were you know really struggling to say anything massively positive when it came to the actual dancing. It was just kind of like, yeah, you did it. You did something. Sure, like Motsi was like, was this the dance where Motsi just like almost like broke down laughing? Or was that was that someone else later on? I can't remember. But like they were struggling to give like proper critiques at some points for this yeah which I, I did feel a bit bad for like in the dance off it was it was obvious that he was giving it a bit more welly second time round possibly because he'd lost the matador jacket who knows um uh, but i it would have been better to just have a double elimination and just get on with the show yeah, but it's... Mm, yeah. He's probably only got one more week. Yeah. Nadia looks lovely. Yes, yes. I did really enjoy the long pleather fringe around the traditional flamenco dress. Very nice. Yes. And that's those those boots really work with that uh, the uh, costume she had on. They don't work with everything, but they worked there. The Luba boot. The Luba boot, yes. Yes, well, and now Luba has more time to spend with her... Footwear endorsements. <clears throat> but 
dancing the foxtrot and getting absolutely slated by his mum for not shaving before training, it's Karim Zelwal and his partner Amy. This, this was the the cutest VT. VT. I love his mum so much. Can she be there every week? It was just a. It was just a comment. It was just a comment of, I'll give you a ten. Maybe an eight if I didn't know you beforehand. I was like, oh, brilliant. Just absolute brilliant. Turning up with food, telling him off for not shaving. Just, what a woman, what a woman. (laughs) I am sort of worried he's younger than he's told us he is. (laughs) He's got a fake ID. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... I I think the BBC might have worked that out by now. Still says he's nine. It still says he's nineteen in numerous places. He's nineteen. He's not. He's twenty-five. No, he's not. It says he's. There was a thing about him being uh, nineteen on a lot of websites when they were publishing articles about Strictly. Goodness knows. Well. I mean, I think he's probably 12, but he's a very adorable 12. So Amy continues to be having a very nice time putting um, uh, putting her ringer through his paces, giving us a very nice, very enjoyable, very characterful week two foxtrot. This was just really easy and pleasant to watch, and that was the best thing about it. There was nothing that made me go, oh, oh, like, it was just really easy to watch, and he's a fantastic dancer. You just feel comfortable (laughs) watching him perform? Yeah. He looked great in his suit, Amy looked gorgeous in her dress, the medium-sized prop bench was back, it was just perfect. (laughs) The, The Gene Kelly comment in the feedback... I always wonder what that means, and I think I've deciphered it. If you say that somebody looks like a young Gene Kelly, right, what you're saying is you dance sort of athletically, and you've also got a nice bum in those trousers. I also think it means you're getting a bit of a winner's edit, because Ori got that comment too. Just oh an yeah. Uh, what other Gene Kelly musicals could uh, they whip out for him next week? Oh, here we go. This is my area of expertise. Also, I would say that um, Gene Kelly is very much an everyman dancer, um, which I'd say both Karim and um, Ari. Ah, uh, it's just gone completely out of my Ari. Thank you. Um, uh, were um, you know they won't. They went ballroom dancers, um, but uh, let's see. There's uh, "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Um, there's an American in Paris. Uh, there's the clown. Uh, there's the pirate. Oh, so um, from an American oh. in Paris, there's it's "Wonderful," and I got rhythm. Um, the the other one that might be quite nice uh, is. Um, It'd have to be like a. It'd have to be one of the ones where they have the extra dancers. Is the um, one of the dance sequences from the pirate where they had the uh, Nicholas Brothers? Oh. But I mean, that's a little. 
That's maybe your final I, uh, if, if you are a listener to this podcast who hasn't gone down the Gene Kelly dance routine rabbit hole, uh, I would advise you to get yourself on YouTube and enjoy some of that. Yeah. If you can get your hands on it, the That's Entertainment DVD box set is, mm. is good. I'm on the Wikipedia page for On the Town right now, just looking at some. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, on the town. That's also got some possible ones, actually. Although, although they're all mostly three. Yeah, yeah. But strictly, dance. it doesn't necessarily go for a straightforward and um. spare prose. Yeah, I, I, spare prose. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Blackpool when you I get think your spare you prose. For... They've had them at Halloween before. <laughs> oh yeah, because Anton appeared in Danny and Vincent's Cha Cha before. Granted, he was in a suit, but it was Anton. I, I think this could easily be a dance that we could see in the final again. Just because it was simple, it was clean, it's just an easy way to bank votes in the final. And plus, if this was their 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 dance, the winner's photo wouldn't look ridiculous, so there's that as well. If that's their last dance, it'd be a nice still. I'm still <laughs> haunted by Joe and Katya looking absolutely ridiculous in their oh. photo. That's so. Oh. But anyway, we've got we've got several weeks ahead of ourselves. But um, yeah, so Karim, let's let's compare him to the winners track. He has got a 31 and a 32. So technically, he's actually scoring too high. He's scoring too high to be on the normal winner's track. And as we were saying earlier, we think the winner's track might be moved down a couple by the overall lowering in scores. But we, so, he's, so he's too good too soon. But, I mean, he's... He's also good really soon, but in a less flashy way than Kelvin is. <laughs> mm. Also, how did Dev get a 30 and a 27 when we couldn't remember a damn thing about them? I. What? what Tell me about it. What is, ha <laughs> what is happening this year? I'll tell you what was really surprising when I. Because I, I froze the leaderboard because I like to analyse that sort of thing a little bit bad like that um it had the top four i think and dev and diana had a combined score of 57 and then the next it, score down was 50 it, yeah it drops um, massively yeah there's like quite a gap um, i mean obviously there will be journeys but it was quite defined those top four yikes i wonder if that that cannot be the top four that we're going to end up with because no, well no because no, i don't see no. dev in that final at that all. would be a final of <laughs> Dev, Karim, Kelvin, and Michelle. And with the best will in the world, no. Agreed. No. No, no, no. Well, it's going to be an interesting journey. Dancing an American smooth that made Christopher Columbus profoundly regret getting on a boat in the first place. It's Mike Bushell and his partner Katya. Right, you know the grudge Millie has against Mike Bushell? As it spread. I kind of get it, yeah, because, oh my good God. This just, no. Just. Like, if, as soon as the song came out and I heard it, I was like, well, this is going to be... 
and then I saw the outfit, and I, I did, oh my god, and then, and then there was the terrible acting, and like, walking in time to the sound, to the, like, oh, it was all just a mess. And it ended with that mushed up banana. <laughs> did not like. I was deeply upset by it. I, I think I sent a... <laughs> Uh, glittery mushed up banana. I just, I just, I think I sent a, a VT, a, a, I think I sent something to the WhatsApp group kind of as soon as it started going, I am already deeply upset about this. And I remained deeply upset about it for the next interminable 90 seconds. I just, what was that? Why did I, I have to Kathy's watch this? I think has gone rogue. <laughs> she must have, she is better than this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it, I don't even want to talk about it that much because we're clearly in for another few weeks. No, I, no. I, I need the glittery sick pocket. Dancing the cha-cha-cha and prompting a full-scale red alert on the shipping forecast, it's Alex Scott and her partner, Neil. Quick, first question about this. Why was Neil basically in what he wore on the launch show? That was the exact same shirt. And the white because trousers and the white shoes. Like, did Neil just not get a budget this week for costuming? Nobody was looking beyond his luxurious beard and his beautiful eyes. <laughs> there was also 84 costumes to make this year. They were going to make a cut where they could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the celebrity should get the costumes, really. Not, not so much the pros. <laughs> when it comes to slicing costume making time yeah um, and you know to a certain extent a shirt's just a shirt I really like the VT where where there was inter, inter practice facetiming about being sassy with her and Michelle it's really sweet yeah this is this is just like we were talking about with Emma and Aliash um, it's just really nice to see nice people getting along, having a lovely time, and enjoying one another's company. There were a few references in the judges' comments to the chemistry as well, which made yeah. me really excited. Yeah, Shirley totally ships them. <laughs> yeah. I, I could, like, sense Ellie squealing with delight from Tenerife when she mentioned that. I was like, oh, that's going to make Ellie happy. I am not the only one. <laughs> Shirley's with me. <laughs> <laughs> and and the rest of this podcast. I mean, I don't I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to make it to the final maybe. But I'm just really looking forward to each show knowing that there will be a nice Alex and Neil routine that I can sit there beaming at like someone's mum. Basically. And next week the rumba. So the first rumba of the series, so we get to see more of that chemistry. Ooh, foreshadowing. And like this is this is but... from like, <laughs> I I am I am shocked at how much I'm shipping because this is two people who like so we don't Alex has kept her private life deliberately um, private throughout her football career and up until recently a lot of female footballers uh, were very quiet about their private life because they didn't want to have to come out as either gay or straight. And um, anyway, like, I don't normally uh, coo over stuff getting all straight, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, 
it's just. I mean, in the extremely heteronormative world of ballroom dancing, and strictly, uh, it's just really nice to see a couple that have really good chemistry and are dancing lovely. Yeah, and I do feel like she applied some of the critiques she got last week to the charter as best as she could. She did improve. Uh, I, I think a four was very harsh, mm. to be honest, because I felt she did a very good job with quite a lot, because it ramped up in speed very fast, and she did keep up. So I think Alex is doing well. I do want them to stay in for many, many weeks, just because I want to see her improve, and I think she can. I really can't help but compare like the trajectories of Neil and Katia in the competition this year. Like while we've got Katia playing silly buggers and cowboys with Mike, you've got Alex and Neil just being really pure and beautiful and like oh chemistry and love and yeah. I, I, Justice I like for it. Neil. Justice. Justice. Dancing the waltz and reminding us that what the world needs now is Orty. Sweet Orty. It's Kelvin Fletcher and her partner. Oh, Kelvin Fletcher and his partner, Orty. <laughs> but mainly Orty. Yes. Like, Orty. Um, so, Karim shaved and it improved his lovely face. And Kelvin shaved and I'm not sure he should have. Definitely looked grizzled. No, it looked weird. <laughs> I... I couldn't look at him properly. I was like, yeah, something's not right. The, the Lady Chatterley's lover vibe would have been improved by him keeping the stubble. <laughs> Again, Elliot, you're too young. Would you let your yeah. servants read this I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> would you let your wife... So, as soon as... Well, as soon as Strictly finished last night, there were several comments made about... Oh, but judges are purposely undermarking Kelvin and Oti. Oh, it's not fair. They got up, they were. Are they? Because of last week. No. Apparently, sevens were undermarked. I was like, no, a sevens are fair. Because, like Shirley said, he did the wrong flipping technique when he was on his own. And you couldn't. And there was too much dry ice to see their flipping feet. I mean, to be honest, this was a very dull waltz, to be honest. I didn't feel anything. I felt no emotion. It felt very cold, to be honest. Like, I. I forgot the sound because I feel like right it's not going to be as good as the sound but like they set their bar so high it's unfair to compare it to that but it was just really just like like Motsi said like I didn't I didn't know where it was going and I just didn't feel anything between I felt like Oti was trying to connect to Kelvin but Kelvin wasn't giving it back which for an actor was weird to say in, so, in terms of a sort of I'm compare just... and contrast, I would say that the feeling of sort of cinematic romance that Karim and Amy managed to conjure was much better and would have been what they should have been going for. Yeah. But the thing that was weird is that, obviously, Shirley, you know, was critical but fair in her comments and she got massively booed. Which was really unfair because Shirley is doing her job. You know, she had to defend herself so many times last night. I was like, this is a woman who has gone round the world sharing her talent and you know, her wealth of knowledge. You know, she deserves the respect and to not be booed for giving a correct, a, a correct feedback. All Bruno's feedback was sting over him to the point where I felt very uncomfortable. I was like, have I really got to deal with this for 10 weeks of just 
Bruno, to be blunt, perving on this man and then still giving the same score as the woman sat sat next to him. Like, it's just, it's just so bizarre. And, and poor Shirley nearly getting whacked about five times last night from Bruno flailing his arms about. Like, get the woman a hard helmet for next week. Elliot, I'd really love you to be in the studio audience one week just because, like, when everyone be booing the judges, you'd just be like, no, no, they're right. They're right. I would be like that. I would be like, she's, they're, make, they're making a point. Like, I don't understand why everyone's getting so upset. They, they like, think they're a pantomime, it. Elliot. Yes, I was going to say, the audience is going to be... I mean, it's... it's... Pando. Hmm... It's like those like flipping social media groups. Like you can really tell who is the, who are the dancers and who aren't in those groups. Because some people are saying, "Oh, they were rubbish," or "Oh, they're being really mean to them." And then you can tell them it's like, "No," because what they were saying was actually correct. And this and that. Uh, it's it's quite amusing to be honest. But yeah, Kelvin, it wasn't as good as last week. Sevens were fair. Next next time, do the do the technique correctly. <laughs> I just feel the ballroom is not his area at the moment. No. He might improve, but I think he, I think he prefers any Latin where he can shake his hips, basically. I don't think he gets on well with the formalness of ballroom. Yeah, if the brooding masculinity can be contained a little. Uh... <laughs> I will admit, the, the main issue I've had with Kelvin's Wolves is... <laughs> My main issue with him is that he wasn't moving his ribs at all to turn OT. Like, he was very square the entire time. And in ballroom, you need you, you get rotation through turning your ribs and your hips in opposite direction. That indicates the woman, we're going this way sort of thing. And he was just so square. So, uh, OT was just basically leading herself because she didn't get any lead from Kelvin or it wasn't reading it from watching it down the he, screen. He can't, Elliot. He's just essentially a fridge made of muscle. <laughs> I'm just imagining like him being like heaved into position on the dust floor with one of those little like fridge rollers. Like, Orty <laughs> may as well be dancing with the top of the line smeg. <laughs> With a with a um, an ice maker and a and a water dispenser on the front. I mean, she he got some very constructive feedback, which means OT can now activate Punisher mode in the next Bora dance because then she has something to really drill him on. So we look forward to that. I did VT. like the whole if he wasn't looking ahead, she made him drop and give him give it a thirty push-ups. <laughs> that was that was um, the action of a man uh, who just wanted unne- to do some push-ups on the TV. Yeah, that was unnecessarily unnecessarily macho man. Look at me, I'm I'm fit stuff. I was like, I'll give over. There's something about Kelvin this week I noticed. I just don't like. He seems a bit smug. Like tonight in the results show and last, there's something about him. And I'm just a bit. We'll have to keep mm. an eye on this developing grudge. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing the salsa with glittery paddles that I am sure would affect your stroke. It's Will Bailey and his partner, Jeanette. Jeanette's supposed to be a salsa specialist, right? <laughs> you can afford me. Is, is this is supposed to be her thing, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't know she's a spe- it is. I didn't, I didn't know she's a specialist in any, to be honest. I just don't pay attention. 
did you guys catch on the launch show when Tess introduced all of the female pros and she introduced them as like, you know, whatever Latin champion, Oti Mabuse, and it was like two time Christmas special champion Jeanette. Just she doesn't really have a special I did notice that, yeah. It's like it's like show dance champion, Catcher Jones and Jeanette. Oh boy. Um, on the but, plus side, we've, we've got the ping pong themed dance out of the way. And it ended in an explosion of balls. <laughs> Which several poor blokes <laughs> had to like need scurry it. out and clean up. <laughs> I mean, it, it, may, it made me want to like go into the dark webs on the internet and see if like Gloria Estefan had an alias as a ping pong player somehow and see if that was linked at all. Because what does ping pong, the salsa, and Gloria Estefan have in common? Very little. <laughs> it's just another process of the random theming tombola. It, it was the job week theme. Right, uh, we're, we're done with that now. I was very impressed that with his lifts. Yes. I know that maybe, maybe the VT was making a bit of a meal of how much of a challenge they actually were. I I don't know how dramatic the VT editors are being. I don't know how, like, what the multiplier is on the drama that they were applying. But yeah, nice one. Well, yeah, I I know it's not going to happen. But next week, I just do, I do want them to calm down because they've had two frantic dances in a row, which I've not been a massive fan of. But then again, we are you know, we are talking about Jeanette and. She she's just she's just frantic. Like even when the phone lines opened, she was just doing so much upstairs. Like look at me, look at me, look at me. I was like, can someone just like give her a tranquilizer for five minutes? I want to like Jeanette, you- but oh, and I love Will. He's got he's got the exact determination, the right mindset for Strictly and anyone taking up dancing. Which is let's just give it a go and see what happens. And I love Will Bailey. I kind of wish he was with Nancy though, because then we get the new pro. And it's not Jeanette. Also, he's got like, a really cool <laughs> sleeve tattoo and really nice eyelashes. Mm. Uh, just apropos of nothing. I mean, to be honest, I don't want to yeah. discuss the dance any further, so I'm happy to move on to his sleeve tattoo. There, there wasn't much... There wasn't much really happening... Salsa-wise, that I can remember, there was no like massive armography that I can think of. I, I literally just remember the lifts, the ping pong paddles, and the pretty. It, li- uh, a yeah. lot of it was just it. set up for a lift, lift section, recovery from lift, and then straight into setup for next lift. Yeah. I feel like in terms of the winner's trajectory, he's not doing too badly. And also my mum is voting for him. And that is like a big indicator for me. It's like captured public vote, heart of the public type of thing. Um, I think he's definitely going to be around till post-Blackpool. Unless Jeanette drops like a 1970s Viennese waltz on him. (laughs) Choreographic clangor. Hopefully lightning doesn't strike twice, but you never know. Did we get any hint of what his movie week theme was going to be or anything? Did they touch that uh, at all? Uh, right, if they've got permission to do some Disney's, 
then you can bet that Jeanette has got him a, dis- a Disney. That makes three Disneys. Well, she did. Fine by me. Well, she did Aladdin last year, so I'm just wondering what she would do this year. Don't mm. go anywhere near the Lion King. Oh, oh it's going to happen, though, because the, re- the live action's been released, hasn't it? Why can't Viscountess so... Emma and Aliash do um, Lion King? With that and <gasps> maybe, maybe then we maybe can have the Aliash cuddling the baby <laughs> tiger cubs. There's no tigers. And Aliash has a lion. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, so we're all really excited about movie week, then. Oh, always, every year. <laughs> that concludes the review section. As always, we have a small amount of admin to do before we run screaming off into the night, and that important admin is Frock of the Week. Let's start with you, Vicky, for your nomination. I found it quite difficult this week because there wasn't many I really liked. Uh, I'm going to go with Nadia. Nice. Bit of pleather fringing, quite trad. Elliot. I'm going to go with a massive wildcard here. I'm going to say Chris Ramsey because I loved it. Meg. I think I had to think about this one, but I think it's going to be Amy. Amy's... Amy's midnight blue, uh, <laughs> sparkly, Now I really liked that, but I did find the peplum a little bit distressing. Like there were a couple of distressing hip waist sections, like the one on Alex's dress, upset mm. me a little bit as well. And because I'm distressed by a peplum, we're rewarding frock of the week to Chris Ramsey. Yay. Who? I also love the line distressed by a peplum. And uh, I'm sure that Chris will be as entertained by his Frock of the Week award as I am. And so all that remains is to advise everybody to adopt the brace position on the sofa for movie week. Um, to uh, keep an eye out on our social media for the uploaded Spotify playlist with the week three songs when they come out and to generally enjoy and keep dancing. So, good night, Meg. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Night, I must get a giant bag of popcorn for Movies Week. Woohoo! And good night, Vicky. Good night. And good night from me, Ellie, your host. Keep dancing. (laughs) 